The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Welcome to the second hour of the Talking Point today. It is our municipal watch feature during this hour and we'll be in conversation with the chairperson of Parliament Select Committee on Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs. Uh, it also includes water and sanitation and human settlements. Uh, that's China Dodovu. They are in Gauteng this week. <coughs> Excuse me. Then Gauteng this week to, ass- to assess the state of municipalities and their ability to provide services. Uh, I guess we'll have to uh, find out what it is that they have uncovered so far in their in their visit. Shall we say is it, it's it's rocket science? Is it going to be rocket science uh, to discover what the state of of, of municipalities is in Gauteng? Uh, and I wonder how much of the work that they do then also aligns with the work that is taking place in other state entities. I can think of uh, the Auditor General for one. I can think of the South African Local Government Association for two, um, because some of this information doesn't need to be discovered from scratch, right? It's it's right there in front of us. The point is that when we know, uh, when the deficiencies have been highlighted, how do we ensure that those are addressed? How do we move on from simply saying that things are not working, things are failing? And, and that's those are just some of the questions that I'll pose to Mr. Dodovo. Lots of your WhatsApp voice notes from the first hour of the show. Uh, I'll also be receiving more on 06114, that is 104107. That's the WhatsApp voice note line. You can also send uh, text messages on that line, 0614 let me welcome onto the show China Dodovu, the chairperson of Parliament Select Committee on Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs, Water and Sanitation and Human Settlements. Uh, he joins us on the Zoom line this morning. Uh, Mr. Dodovu, good morning to you. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Kathy, and good morning to all the listeners. So you are in Gauteng this week to do what? We're visiting four municipalities. Uh, on Tuesday, we were in Enfuleni in the Val. Yesterday, we were in Johannesburg. Today, we're doing Ekuleni, and we conclude tomorrow with Swane. The Auditor General has painted a big picture about the state of the finances of municipalities, and she has flagged these four municipalities as among other municipalities in the country that are of serious concern. And our visit is to deal specifically with the audit outcomes uh, so that we are certain that they use the financial resources allocated to them quite prudently for the benefit of communities. And where we go, we ask them very, very difficult questions specific questions in relation to what the Auditor General has highlighted. So I, I, I understand sort of the, the importance of having the visit, but what does the visit aim to achieve? We want to, in the first place, to ascertain ourselves that these municipalities are developing what is called the post-audit action plans. 
these post-audit action plans are the remedial actions that they must take. And we want to be sure that they've put up all these systems and structures in place to ensure that they address all the specific issues. But at the same time, you'd understand that most of these municipalities are coalition uh, municipalities, governments of local unity, and there's been a lot of instability in these municipalities. And part of our engagement is to check the extent in which this impact on the daily lives of the people, on their functionality, and in terms of how they deliver the, the, the their mandate of ensuring that there is accountable government, there is democratic government, there is community participation, and all those particular elements uh, and tasks that they are supposed to perform. And our job is to, is to look at that because our role is to play oversight. And based on that assessment, we are then going to make recommendations about what we expect them to do and follow up on, on those commitments uh, that we would have highlighted together with them. So when you conduct visits of, of this nature, maybe let me ask, um, I would imagine it's not the first time that you're coming to these municipalities. When was the last time you, you paid these particular municipalities in Gauteng a visit? The last time when we were here was in 2020. We were in Twani. There was a crisis. A municipality was placed under administration. Uh, actually, it was dissolved. And as part of our constitutional mandate, once a municipality is dissolved, we've got to approve or disapprove the dissolution. And our function was to come and check whether all the requirements in respect of the constitution, in respect of the procedural aspects, in respect of the substantive issues were followed and observed by the Gauteng Department. But on a regular basis, we interact. But Gauteng now of late, because of what is obtained, what you see on daily basis has become our focal point because we are worried as much as many people are worried about the state of these municipalities. But as you are aware, our job is cut across the nine provinces. We visit all these provinces at all the times. We engage them. We, we try to resolve these particular systemic issues that are confronting our municipalities. We're in conversation with China Dodovu, the chairperson of Parliament's Select Committee on Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs, and it also includes water and sanitation and human settlements. We're going to take a quick break. We'll continue this conversation after this. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. You're listening to The Talking Point. It's Municipal Watch on this Thursday morning. And we're in conversation with China Dodovu, who is uh, with Parliament's Select Committee on COCTA. Uh, he's the chairperson there. So, Mr. Dodovu, you are in Gauteng to, uh, you know, this week, and you've told us about the municipalities that you're visiting. Um, when was the last time that you came to these municipalities? Because you spoke about 2020 being in Tswane. When was the last time you were in the city of Joburg, in Ekurleni, in Emfuleni? Uh, as I indicated, the last time when we were physically 
in Gauteng was in 2020, and I explained the purpose. Yes. But over and above that, we interact with these municipalities on on yearly basis. There are different platforms where we engage with these municipalities. And uh, the same 2021, for example, we had called Gauteng as one of the five municipalities with the highest irregular expenditure uh, in, in the country, as it was flagged by the Auditor General. We called them in, in Parliament to together with other municipalities in other provinces. And annually, there is what is called Local Government Week. There is Provincial Week, where we regularly interact with these particular municipalities. We do not interact with them only on the basis of the reports of the Auditor General. They perform certain functions and we identify a, an area of interest, whether it is housing, it is infrastructure, it is roads, or any other issue of importance. We interact with them along those particular lines and we visit these particular municipalities. Sure, sure. Let me just make an example. Uh, two weeks ago, I was part of a, a, a committee the Joint Committee of Parliament that is dealing with floods. We visited Hamanskral, we visited Soweto. We, as part of the ongoing work of Parliament, and it is not only the the, the, the committee that I chair that does the visit. In other so, committees so, where so, I serve, so, so, we so, visit. So then, Mr. Dodovo, the findings of the Auditor General in terms of the state of these yeah. municipalities, it, yeah. it's not a surprise to you, right? Yes. Because you are yeah, constantly, you're constantly keeping up to date with what is happening in these municipalities. That's correct. Why then, if there is such oversight, do we continue to see the failures of these municipalities that we do? We can talk about a municipality like Mfuleni and what has been happening in Mfuleni over the last 10 to 15 years. The decay of that municipality has been taking place effectively under the watch of, of, of this committee. If you, you, you allow me to respond, yes, uh, there are systemic uh, issues and challenges facing municipalities. Uh, a year ago, a department of, of Cogta nationally has, has made a di diagnostic report and analysis of the state of municipalities. It uncovered that there were governance issues, there were political issues, there were financial management issues, there were service delivery issues that impede the, the municipalities from achieving their own objectives. Yes, that is the situation. And our role is to ensure that we oversee this and where there are deficiencies, there ought to be concomitant actions taken to remedy the situation. We oversee them. And that is the reason why we are here. We are here because the Auditor General has highlighted all these particular problems. But my view is that we need to sit down, focus on what the problems are, and resolve the problems. And, and the and, problems and, 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 vary. And, and, they cut across. And I wanted to just share with mm. you what I see as problems. So, so, and, and, and so, that so, maybe to a large extent will address your question. For example, there are politics involved in, in the equation. Political parties 
instead of focusing on issues of service delivery, are fighting among themselves. Council meetings do not sit regularly. Caucuses get disrupted. Uh, there are vote of no confidence all over the show. And that have a profound negative implication to the state of municipalities. And, 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 and our role as parliament is to ensure that we bring this to normality, we develop a framework that will help these municipalities to function. Because at the end of the day, they must serve their people, they must achieve the objectives which they, which they were set for. And that is quite important. And, and we can't close our eyes and say, these things are not happening and, and, and it is quite easy for you to resolve them. Look at them, you have a, an outright solution. That's not the case. Look at Johannesburg. Johannesburg used to be one of the best municipalities in the country. It is actually the biggest municipality. But look at the crisis that we have in Johannesburg. 18 parties, political parties, are fighting on a daily basis. I don't know just this term. We started in November 2021. How many mayors have we had in Johannesburg? It is not a problem of the committee. The committee oversees that, and, and we told them in their faces yesterday that what they are doing is contrary to the spirit and the letter in which they were elected. They are elected to serve the people and implement the mandate of local government, of ensuring that we achieve those particular objectives that I've, that, that I've talked about. They are not doing that. They so spend a lot of time fighting among themselves, and ours is to question and identify what could be the problem and play our oversight function. And if this is not going to work, we would then accordingly recommend certain measures that must be taken by parliament in order to ameliorate the situation. All right. It is not that we are Mr. not aware of what is happening. All right, Mr. Dodovu, let me do this. It, it's gone 10.30. Let me take the latest news headlines and then we'll continue um, this conversation. But I really want to give you an opportunity to help us see, because as things stand, let me say that I'm coming from a position of not seeing the effectiveness of the committee when it comes to this oversight. So yes, that you visit places I get, that you call people and you ask questions I understand, but where the answers are not satisfactory and where there is no change, that is also detailed in the Auditor General's report. What do you do? What happens then? Because that speaks to the question of, of effectiveness as well. It's 10.30. Let's take the latest headlines. Hashtag SFM Talking Point. We're in conversation with China Dodovu, the chairperson of Parliament's Select Committee on Cocta and uh, Water Sanitation and Human Settlements. We're talking about the oversight work that has been conducted by this committee. And Mr. Dodovu, I really want you to, to I want to give you an opportunity, perhaps, to show us about how the work of the committee has in any way helped to prevent the decay of municipalities. Yes, Kathy, let me tell you, let me give you a practical example. Uh, last year, we went to Dijawata. And based on our assessment of the state of that municipality in the Northwest province, we went back and, 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 and said to parliament, dissolve this municipality. It is ineffective. 
it can fulfill its executive obligations under the constitution. It was based on our own analysis and observation of what was obtained in that municipality. Two mayors, two municipal managers, two speakers, and, 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 and the, the municipality was in decay. We acted. But we are a constitutional state, as you are aware. We have our own powers and we know our powers. We know what is expected of us. We act. And our visit here in Gaute but 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 but, but Mr. Dodovu, that very same that that, that that very same municipality that you talk about, Tizobotla, um, was unable to pay salaries just two yes. months ago. It's yes. it's the very same municipality that you're talking about. So the point that yes. I'm making and to you is that despite the existence of the committee and the oversight work that you do, it's not resulting in tangible. Um, progress and transformation of the state of these municipalities. If we talk about Mfulweni, where you were earlier on this week, you would know that that municipality has been in a state of disarray now for at least two terms of government. And, and yet you told yes. us at the beginning of this conversation that you are in constant engagement with these municipalities. You are constantly asking them questions about why it is that they are being inefficient. But to what, to what end is all of that work if nothing ever changes in the municipalities? My, let me tell you what is my point, Kathy, and I want to really re-emphasize it. We are a committee of parliament that does oversight. And what is oversight? Oversight means we go to a municipality, we assess its work, we want to oversee whether they achieve their objectives or not, we identify what are the problems, what are the bottlenecks, and we expect them to deal with those particular issues. Yes, you are right. Mfulani is in a state of decay. The municipality has been placed under administration on several of on several occasions, and we have raised these particular issues. Just last week, they were able to pay uh, salaries of people. The bank has been attached because they were unable to pay ESCOM, and now even the rent water is a problem now. It is them who are doing this. It is political parties within that municipality who are doing these things. But understand where I'm coming from, understand it in the context of the work of the committee. Yes, we're doing recommendations, we're talking to the minister, we're talking to the MEC, we're talking to all the role players, and where we think that the situation can turnable is unresolvable. We go to parliament and say, dissolve this particular municipality, and we do all of this within the framework of the constitution. We can't do anything outside the constitution. And part of the power that we have mm -hmm. is to make that recommendation to the to parliament and say, this municipality, we have tried everything possible. possible. We, have, we have put up the systems in place. We have placed certain recommendations to them. It is clear that this municipality is dysfunctional. It's to an extent that it must be dissolved and that an administrator must come in with a view of having fresh elections. But... Once we have fresh elections, it is political parties who decide who must be councillors again. They contest the elections, and they, at the end of the day, they, they put up people who they put up there. And for me, sitting here and giving you my own analysis as a chairperson of a committee, 
There is an elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room is the problems of political parties who don't send people with the right moral rectitude, with the commitment to serve our nation, with the ability to resolve the problems of local government. That cannot be attributed to a, to a committee of parliament that is doing its function of oversight. But where there are problems, we act. We make recommendations. We have not said as a committee, but just on the surface, looking at what but 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 but, but but are your are, are your are your recommendations taken on board, Mr. Dodovu? Yes, yes. Parliament makes recommendations. We accordingly inform the, the relevant authorities, and the relevant authorities authorities in this instance are your provincial governments and the national and the national government. And then how and do we expect uh, them to take the how how how, how 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 do you hold them accountable? So let's use yeah, Mfuleni. No, let's let's use Mfuleni as as a as a case study. Yes. It will make for an uh, an important case study. So yes. let let's talk about in the midst of this municipality being placed under administration a number of times, the recommendations that you have made around Mfuleni. Mm. Yes. Look, the municipality was placed under administration. Even that administration itself was was quite problematic because it has not turned things around. And remember, once you invoke Section 1391B of the Constitution where you place a municipality under administration, you do so because you say it cannot function, it cannot fulfill its obligations. But if you place an administrator or you take powers of the municipality, there ought to be an improvement. There's not been an improvement in, in Mfuleni. And that is not a problem of the committee. It is a problem of the provincial government that must account as to what happened and why there are no improvements in Mfuleni. How, how, did, how, 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 did, how did you hold the provincial government accountable then? To give us the necessary report and, and indicate to us what is it that they have done to remedy the situation. And then, and, 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 and for us, and we have extensively on our part, Kathy, openly and transparently focused on the state of municipalities. And 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 and, and, did, and, did, and, and did the provincial government happen. do that? Yeah, in some other instances they do that. In some other instances they drag their they drag their food. And then we, what, we do what do you do? What do you do? And we and we engage them. And it will be up to the voters to decide what to do under the circumstances. So, 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 effectively, effectively, Mr. Dodovu, what what you're saying is that all you can do is hold engagements. You you effectively just call people and say you have not done this. Why haven't you done it? They give you their reasons, and then when they're done, you say, "Oh, okay. Well, go and do it." And you call them again the next time. And they still haven't done it. And you ask them, well, why haven't you done it this time? And they give you their reasons. And then you, 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 you again, just give them a rap on the knuckles and say, well, please try and do it next time. And that becomes the repetitive cycle. I wish there was any other measure in, in respect of the constitution of our republic to say, in case that they don't do what is expected of them, Say, for example, you open a criminal case, I would do that and force them to do and exercise, to exercise their, their functions of supporting municipalities 
of holding municipalities accountable and of ensuring that they perform their functions. Have, 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 you ever, have you ever issued statements condemning yeah, premiers, condemning yeah. premiers that are ineffective in some of their functions mm-hmm. where you've asked for interventions mm-hmm. or even provincial departments? Several, yes, we have condemned the MECs in Gauteng over the issue of Mfulweni in terms of how they handle the issue of Mfulweni, we have done so. The issue of Mfulweni is a sad story. That is a very important municipality in the history of our country. And that situation is intolerable. Remember, at some stage, there had to be the South African National Defense Force going there because of the, the sewer spillages across the land and breadth of that particular municipality. There were a lot of allegations about corruption and fraud and all of that. And now there are issues of ESCOM that has attached the bank account, the primary bank account of that municipality. As a committee, we are going to say, under the circumstances, what is it that they that, that must happen? And we are going to face up with the provincial government and say, we are placing these recommendations before you to implement. And we need some drastic actions for the benefit of the people of uh, yeah. in the Val, right. so that their problems are resolved. And mm. this is how the system functions. Kathy. I wish it could function more and better than this, but that is the role of parliament. We have diagnosed the problems. We know what the problems are. On our own volition, we visited the area and we have confirmed that indeed the municipality is dysfunctional, All right. it's in a crisis, and therefore we need to sit down and say, what is it that can be done under the circumstances? M- I Mr. wish Dodovu, could do more or better. M- Mr. Yes. Dodovu, we'll, we'll continue the conversation in a moment. I'll also take uh, some of your calls on 086-000-2032. That's 086-000-2032. That's after this quick break. Good morning, KB. It's Chagas in Msunduzi. Uh, look, uh, KB, uh, concerning uh, municipalities, uh, concerning um, provinces and the country at large, most of the people who enter the race to lead are entering to feed their stomachs. So the best thing to solve this problem is to have constant education on TV every day to teach people that when you are in government or in a public office, it's not for you to enrich yourself. These people, they are not even sure about job creation. That's why they resort to getting tenders. They don't believe in themselves creating jobs in the first place. All right. So thank, thanks for those uh, thanks for those um, WhatsApp voice notes. And we heard the the question there. Uh, you know, one of our listeners specifically asking about the consequences uh, when these questions are being asked. And I must say, the sense that I get is that, um, you know, at least from Mr. Dodovu, is that they can't affect any consequences. That those, you know, the 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 issue of consequences is not within. Um, is not within their ambit, that they're not in a position to actually ensure that there are consequences when there are such um, significant failures in municipalities, which is why then we continue um, to see those failures 
repeatedly. The fact that this happens while the committee is doing its work, its oversight work, um, is, 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 is part of the problem. All right, it looks like we've um, lost Mr. Dodovu on the line. We're going to take a quick break while we try to bring him up back up for you. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. All right, we continue the conversation on the Talking Point Municipal Watch. We're in conversation with China Dodovu. Mr. Dodovu, are you still on the line? Okay, fantastic. So let me give you a chance to answer that question around consequences once you've asked municipalities uh, questions. What are the consequences? Yes, firstly, there are two important uh, bodies within municipalities that must ensure that where there are deviations, they, they hold those who are responsible accountable. You have your MPECs, your Municipal Public Accounts Committee, where there are irregular expenditures, where there are unauthorized expenditures, where there are fruitless and wasteful expenditures, they must hold those who are responsible accountable. But at the same time, there are disciplinary boards that municipalities must set up precisely because they must discipline those who are responsible. They must even go to an extent of opening criminal cases against those who are responsible. But because the system itself is so much complex, you see these cases either getting dragged, delayed, or even the culprits getting acquitted. But we need to strengthen this oversight mechanisms at local government level to ensure that indeed they work and they serve the purpose in which they were created for. For me, that is quite important because in almost every audit report that the Auditor General plays on the table, the issue of consequence management comes in that you must hold those who are responsible accountable. All right. To an extent, two All years right. ago, we passed an, an audit act, an audit act that was dealing with the material irregularities to say in case that there is a failure for the authorities to act, there must be criminal uh, prosecutions that, uh, that that the Auditor General uh, facilitate to ensure that those particular things. M- Mr. Dodovo, I'm going to ask you to keep your responses as brief for me as possible because okay. I also have listeners that want to engage with you. Temba, you're in Ruedobert. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Kevin. Yes, Temba, go for it. The problem in this, the elephant, I want to say to Mr. Dodovo, the elephant in the room is his party. The mess that we find ourselves because of plundering of resources. That is why we They are talking about strengthening of uh, accountability. They have been singing that song, it, it, it has got cracks already. It's, the problem is them. They are the majority. They are the ones who will be sending all these wrong councillors to, 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 to municipalities. Thank you. Thanks for that view, Temba. Shadrach in Kimberley, good morning. Uh, good morning, Katie. How are you? Good, thank you, Shadrach. Go for it. Thank you very much. Uh, good morning, Tate China Dodovo. Uh, good morning, sir. Um, I, I would like to take you back to 2018-2019 when you came with your oversight committee to the municipality that I used to be the chief for. Um, and, and remember, on part of our engagement, we spoke about the gap between uh, the, the educational gap between councillors and officials, official meaning your directors 
your MM and stuff. That is where the problem is. Let me tell you why I say that. I say that because uh, reports that are going to council are very technical in nature, right? They are written by people that would have gone for to, to university for a number of years. People would would have gone to to study even further on 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 the the system of government, right? And then you place councillors who do not even have a metric certificate or even grade 11, 10 downwards, right, as councillors. Now, how are you going to expect a person with that particular educational level to understand a technical report for infrastructure, for community service, for finance, to actually be able to hold a person who is supposedly to be he had junior, meaning the MM is a junior to a councillor, right? Uh, the technical director for community service is a junior to a councillor. There, there's no way that a councillor who doesn't have at least a metric certificate or a, met, a metric level of education can hold a person with a, with a degree accountable. Uh, and I'm saying this based on two things. The, the managers, the municipal managers are the ones that are drafting reports. That would, have been discussed, that would be discussed in council, right? And and I'm, I'm, I want to say this clearly, Katie, to, to say when, when China and his oversight committee came to that moment, they were right to dissolve the municipality because the municipality was in tatters. They were, they were not even tabling the annual financial report on time. And even if they, they tabled them, it was just uh, uh, something that they combined fast, fast, and so that they can just comply. However... I think I think maybe the the organization that me and and and, and that China Dodofu belongs to, I, I don't want to mention the organization because I think people will know. They must actually go to communities and say, here is the criteria of electing councillor, and one of them must clearly be at least you must have a grade eleven, I mean grade twelve, uh, uh, educational level, so that when you read the reports, you must have an understanding as to what you are dealing with. All right. Other than All right. that, you can dissolve municipalities as you like, but you are not going to get it right if the educational level is so so big. The gap is so big. Thank All you right, very much. Shadrach, thanks for that view. Uh, in Kruenstadt, Tabo, good morning. Good morning, this is Cassie. Yes, I just want to cut the uh, story short, and then I, was, I think I will start from where we, we had now talked with Dr. Dodofu there. Dodofu has already mentioned a very important uh, statement, uh, as he say. Uh, he he bring uh, that municipality under uh, administration, and then he say he end up by saying, it is up to the voters. If you hear him very clear, Mr. Dodofu, I don't think you got any answers to can tell anybody. As you say, uh, it is up to the voters. You had mentioned that statement. President Ramaphosa, he was there at the Eastern Cape to reveal uh, statues. He already say he doesn't want people who are corrupt. He mentioned in Manzel Park, he mentioned in Tabancho, to say, why do you vote for people who are corrupt? You can keep quiet in Tate Dodofa. I don't think you will have any answers to can say. You had already say now to say it's up to the voters because provincial and local council, uh, councillors, there is nothing is happening. They, they break their feet. Uh, and I, I'm already out for that. Uh, I don't want to mention All right. that party. Yes, thank mm. you. All right, Tabo. Thanks for that view. Mr. Dodovu? Yes, Kathy. <coughs> Let me start with the Sadrak from Pogwan. He, he reiterates what people think of us. We are known to be a committee that takes action. Where municipalities dysfunctional, 
we dissolve. We recommend that it must be dissolved. This is how far this committee can go. And we have gone throughout the country where there is a crisis, we get in and deal with that particular issue once and for all. If they can't function and satisfy their voters, we dissolve them and allow the voters the fresh opportunity to elect their own people. It is up to them to decide who they elect. If they elect the same people, there's nothing that the committee can do. We have to live with that and then and, and work within the system itself. But I can give you cases where this committee that I chair got into a province, got into a municipality, and when it is and, and when we are satisfied that it is dysfunctional, we, we agree that it must be dissolved. We have done so. <coughs> Secondly, yes, it is correct. This is how far we can go. Now I place this to the voters to decide and see the kind of people that they have elected. Because we don't want them to elect people who are corrupt, people who are morally uh, in aptitude, people who cannot serve their interests. And it is up to the voters to then decide because if the people get into a municipality and they spend all the time fighting and not focusing on the, on the task at hand, we will we, we take an action and place them to, to the municipality, to, to the voters themselves. And this is the kind of work that we have done across the board. And, 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 and the, the first question that says, it is this party that has done this. Over the last six years, seven years, Johannesburg was led by the DA coalition. So is Ekuruleni in the last few years. So is Swani. And then for us, our own analysis is that this particular problem cuts across the political parties. And you cannot attribute the problems to a single political party because this problem that I'm talking about, they are obtained across the country and my view my respective view is that we need a, 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 a proper long-term solution to resolve the impasse that we find ourselves in. What, what, what is that proper long-term solution? We've you, got you, to resolve you are the parliament's, political... Yes, you yes, are, you are a, parliament's expert on, on this issue. So what, what, what is your proposal? I'm going to give you five, five proposals. We don't have enough time for five. We've got a minute left. Yet. Okay, let, let us resolve the, the governance issues so that municipalities are able to function, the policies that they adopt, the systems that they are put in place, the structures that are put in place are okay. Let us resolve the service delivery issues. There are municipalities that cannot have the necessary capacity. But, 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 but all of those, all, all, all of those, Mr. Dodovo, all of those are, are, are long-standing resolutions. Now, now, Kathy, we cannot pack our bags and go and say because we have tested but, those but, things. But the point is that those have been tested and they have that. not been done. That's the point. Yes, they they are not you. being done. Yes. And, 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 and that, those are the two. But the last one in my view is that the, the, the political parties themselves, those who contest the elections, they must send the right people to become councillors. Because political parties across the board, they think that to be a councillor is an honor, is a dignity, is a status. It is not. It is a position that is allotted to serve the people and not serve yourself and serve your interests. And the people of this country must sit down and say, we want to elect the people who will serve our own interests. Our people, the people who are, go who are not corrupt 
we are incorrigible in that respect. Who oh, can yeah. save our own, our, our own people? For me, those are part of the solutions to the quagmire that we find ourselves in. All right, Mr. Dodobo, we'll leave it there. China Dodobo is the chairperson of Parliament Select Committee on Cocta and Water Sanitation and Human Settlements.